Hello, welcome to Blogs on Tape. Today's post is Chariot of Worms, written by Michael Prescott and originally published on his blog, I'll See It When I Believe It, at blog.trilemma.com. Chariot of Worms The weird, meandering tunnels found in dwarven mines stand in stark contrast to the orderly architecture of the masters. They weren't carved by masons, nor by water, but by void worms. A mature void worm is fifty feet long, with a body made of nothingness. Where it lies, no rock exists. It inches forward slowly, occasionally intersecting. Once it has passed, there is undisturbed solid rock once more. The appearance of a void worm often goes unnoticed. They're silent, and whatever they eat, they are uninterested in surface dwellers. They are heralded by nothing more than a circular opening appearing in the wall, enlarging to the full diameter of the worm, revealing an ever-shortening tunnel. An hour or more later, when the worm crosses whatever room or corridor it blundered into, a similar breach appears on the far side. At the tip of each tunnel is a seam of gold, which, to the untrained eye, appears to be a natural part of the rock. A thick, rich vein of pure gold. But, alas, mining this kills the worm. The worm's nothing body begins to rot immediately. Crumbling porous rock encroaches on all sides, replacing the smooth tunnel with crunching, delicate spurs of natural rock. In a few weeks, the void has closed completely. The brave or foolhardy might run along its body, using it as a momentary glimpse into the surrounding rock, to other caverns or true seams of value, but the risk of being trapped is ever-present. Wise miners let worms pass. The Four-Lamp Chariot According to the Riccolu, it was the Jorn who first figured out the worm's dislike of moonlight. How, nobody knows, but a lamp stuffed with loon moths will halt them completely. Four such lanterns, arranged as the corners of a tetrahedron, three paces in height and held in a frame of iron, can imprison a worm completely. A grinding but stable tetrahedral room results, with the void worm's gold seam meandering around the rock face as it seeks escape. By judiciously dimming one of the lamps, the worm rebels and expands in that direction. The frame is dragged with it, slowly pushing the chamber through solid rock. By this method, many secret places can be reached. The Queen's Chariot and the City of Worms Of course, a single worm will only take you so far. According to Tatardinal, the Queen of the Jorn rode in a six-lamp chariot driven by four worms, one a juvenile. With all four pushing, it was so rapid it bore her retinue through the bones of the earth at a brisk jog. But even this pales against Jorn legend. Supposedly, the ancient masters of the deep forged twelve mighty beacons, and enclosed so many worms into an isosahedral cavern so massive it held an entire city, bathed in flickering loon light. 
So potent and numerous were its worms that the masters of the city could relocate it at will, leaping from vault to vault overnight. Iron-clad Jorn would pour out of the ground and butcher any who refused tribute. A word to sorcerers. However, not even the sages of the Lyceum were able to conclusively determine if this underworld city really existed, let alone where to find it. Their program of chariot experimentation under Bashkanal was a failure. Surface sorcerers have no maps and no guides of the underworld, and many esteemed lives were lost in collisions with voids, earth blood, and worse, before the remaining loon lamps were returned to their posts in the great brass dome. That was Chariot of Worms, read by Nick L. S. Whalen. Blogs on Tape is a project that works with authors to create audio recordings of the best works in the OSR, hopefully making them more accessible to everyone. Thank you for listening.